very good morning to all of our listeners as i welcome you to another episode of the outfield show stream where all the cricket is condensed in a podcast and brought to you today is the day of the wednesday wisdom where we are going to be bringing to you some exciting stories from on the field or off the field if you enjoy listening to our show definitely follow us on instagram at the outfield show stream and on twitter at outfield show you can also subscribe to our youtube channel at the outfield show thank you and enjoy today's episode of wednesday wisdom the date was 12th of may 2003 coincidentally exactly 18 years back from now it was a four match test series and west indies were hosting a full blooded australia this fourth test match could have been one of the greatest test matches ever but instead it occupies space in the history books for all of the wrong reasons this game is remembered for probably the ugliest verbal spats on field between a legend of the game in glen magra and the architect of a famous west indian win in flamboyant ramnaresh sarwan things were not meant to happen that way though in the four match series australia were 3-0 up already magra had missed the first two tests and so did shane won who was serving a match ban in spite of the absence of two of the greatest in business australia had grabbed the series by the neck already magra joined the team before the third game and that too only at the plea of his wife jane who was unfortunately battling cancer at that time she told magra that life should carry on as normal and she did not want magra's career to come to a standstill in the third test when magra joined the team west indies lost by 9 wickets at the keniston oval the australians then were a team to beat and steve wogg wanted to march his men towards a whitewash in the third game magra couldn't pick a wicket but gave away only 64 runs in 36 overs thanks to his deadly accuracy before this fourth game in the third game jermin lawson was the informed bowler but taken a hat trick but in a losing cause he ran in hard in the fourth game and ended up with his career best figures of 7 for 78 as kangaroos were bowled out for a mere 240 runs for once australia faced a challenge in the series and this challenge was a charging lawson he was hostile and offensive to say the least the caribbeans too had another failure in the batting display This was the story of the series for the West Indian but except Lara's 68 no one stood out West Indies crawled to 240 as well and the game well poised at a knife's edge almost and nothing to separate the two teams In the second innings though Australia did not falter one bit Openers Langer and Hayden added 242 runs where Hayden and Langer made 177 and 117 respectively they were cruising at a run rate of 4.73 but this was followed by a collapse and australia wrapped up for 417 the middle order failing to add crucial runs west indians were 418 runs away from a record chase the openers added 48 
but with the seamers taking the wicket of Chris Gayle and Devon Smith and Darren Ganga too in quick succession, West Indians were reduced to 74 for 3 on the third day. Lara again rose to the occasion with his flamboyant and blazing knock of 65 runs but it was eventually left to Sarwan and Shivnarain Chandrapal. The pair had got together at 165 but Sarwan's stroke play and Chandrapal's brilliance took the score to 237 at St. John's. Frustration had been creeping in for the Australians. They knew that this was the partnership to break and they were perhaps a tad impatient at not being able to break through. And then the infamous incident unfolded. Ram Naresh Sarwan played the ball to square leg and ran for a single. When he ran past Magra the bowler, Magra to the surprise of many passed a sexual comment over Brian Lara and Sarwan. He asked Sarwan, what does Lara's cock taste like? This coming from someone with the stature of Magra was very odd and Glenn was always considered a reasonable bloke. Magra was never the sledger kind, but he did ask Sarwan that question and Sarwan responded, I don't know, ask your wife. Some would say, passing that kind of a remark under normal circumstances, Magra had asked for it. But with Jane at home sick, all he heard was an insult. His face turned all red. Even if a little voice pleaded for him to ignore it and give up the conversation, he didn't want to let that slur go unchallenged. There were ego clashes. Magra exploded. Far away from somewhere near the fence, Jason Gillespie saw the drama unfold. He said, Oh jeez, Sarwan's cracked open a hornet's nest here. Magra's fingers were pointed at Sarwan and the words that came out of his mouth were not exactly that he would associate with Glenn Magra. He said, If you fucking mention my wife again, I'll rip your fucking throat out. David Shepard, the umpire, intervened at this point. Both Hayden and Langer had moved up to Magra in support of their teammate. Langer said he didn't hear the first part of the exchange. All he heard was Glenn to ask his wife do something and that annoyed Langer. Especially after what Glenn and Jane had been through, he just blew up at Sarwan. He told Sarwan that he was out of line and out of order to bring Jane into it. This is a gentleman's agreement about sledging. You don't make things personal. Hayden too exploded at Sarwan. He said he crossed limits. Wog, as a good captain, sent both his opening batsmen to their respective fielding positions, but a bewildered Sarwan was left confused. He was completely unaware of what had happened. He had no idea of Jane's condition. Sarwan had no idea of Jane's problem and he was very apologetic about it after the game. Magra too had realized that Sarwan's response was out of impulse. Once the test was over, they had a long conversation over a drink and Sarwan was never referring to Jane's illness. Magra later confessed. The memory of the incident 
Josh wouldn't go away. The difference in our sizes looked terrible. I spoke to Sarwan and he was really good about it. He told me that he wasn't aware about Jane's illness and he offered an apology. But he later on said Sarwan rather told Sarwan that he was the one who should apologize. Vogue on the other hand justified Magra's outburst with pressure from both West Indians and the Australian cricket board. Vogue said there was a culmination of things him not bowling well in the last two games what was going on at home with jane and a batsman who was frustrating him he exploded walk said we all have situations where life seems tough but unfortunately when glen had his a few million people were watching and walk was right sarwan fell for a gorgeous 139 ball 105 adding 123 runs with chanderpaul in 157 balls Next was Ridley Jacobs. He fell first ball, but Chanderpaul found an ally in young Omari Banks. When they returned to day four, West Indies required a mere forty-seven to win on the final day. Brett Lee struck early next morning, having Chanderpaul, the man in form, caught behind for a one fifty-four ball hundred and four. Banks, however, polished off the remaining runs in company of Wasbird Drakes. guiding his team to an emphatic world record victory a lot of aggro going on up there a lot of angry words being exchanged and sawan now involved with langer langer has got into it he's got 86 magras had a go at him between overs he's gone to the umpires and uh, said something to them it's been going for some time Umpire David Shepherd now comes up to have a word with Sawan. Well, what followed after this is controversial because Mike Proctor, the match referee, let go both men free since Shepherd had intervened at the right time. Mike Proctor was severely criticized for his decision. What do you think was Mike Proctor right? James Sutherland, the CEO of Australian cricket, called Wog asking him to control the on-field behavior of his team. And for Magrath, it took several days for him to overcome the incident. He says, "It still hurts to talk about it now. The days that followed were terrible. I kept to myself and I couldn't stop thinking about what I had done." No matter how hard I tried to tell myself it was okay, but I feel really disappointed with myself because I'd let myself down that day. Unfortunately, Glen Magra's wife Jane passed away later on. What do you make of this incident? Let us know on our Instagram at the Outfield Show Stream. Thank you for listening to today's podcast of Wednesday Wisdom. Hope you enjoyed today's episode and for more such content don't forget to subscribe us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We also upload all of our episodes on YouTube so definitely follow us there as well at the Outfield Show. 
Do follow us on Instagram at the Outfield Show Stream for regular update on upcoming content. Thank you so much, and see you tomorrow with an episode of Throwback Thursday. Until then, take care, stay safe.